Hey guys, welcome back. Um, so we're gonna pick up where we kind of left off from uh, our last podcast. We were talking about uh, DC, the DC universe, and a, a topic I wanted to talk about today. Uh, actually, before I, I do that, I want to introduce. Uh, if you guys haven't heard our, our podcast before, my name is uh, Jerry. I have here Gio. You want to introduce yourself as well? Hey, what's going on? It's Gio. You already know. Uh, we also have uh, one of. Uh, one of our members of the Six Hour Review uh, crew, Joe. Um, just as a note, I am the best Six Hour Review member. Thank you. Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but hey, so we're going to talk about several different topics today. We're going to talk about um, Joker's box office, um, initial box office, at least for the first weekend, beating out Justice League. Um, we're also going to talk about the MCU Phase 4. Um, there are movies that are coming out, the state of the MCU, the future of the MCU, um, and we're also going to talk uh, talk about our, in our opinion, who's our top three directors um, of all time, and just a couple movies that they've made and movie, movies that we're we are interested in that they like or that we like that they made. So, um, starting off with the, the box office. Um, hey guys, also if you. Um, if you only come here for certain topics or you want to jump around, we do have uh, timestamps in the description, um, so be on the lookout for those. So, like I said, we're going to start off with Joker uh, and its box office. It made $96 million in its first weekend, compared to Justice League, which made $93 million. <laughs> And this is what I was talking about last weekend, that um, the DCU or DCU or whatever. DCEU. Well, I don't even think it's that. That's what I was saying. Oh, I don't the Joker it. itself? The G- no, Joker's not in. Yeah, it's saying. not. Oh, you're talking. Oh, okay. Well, so DC Joe, doesn't even want to. Joe wasn't here last weekend. <laughs> yes, I was uh, busy. Apologies. He was out. It's all good. It's all good. So, uh, what we were talking about last week was that um, the DCEU is, they've made, they've made a couple of successful movies. Yes. But they're overall, they're it's been a, a failure compared to yeah. Marvel. Correct? Yes, I agree. So, the fact that. A standalone Joker movie made more than Justice League. Yeah, and it's not even goes part to of show. The same universe. It's not even part of the same universe. It goes to show that they were doing things wrong. Yeah, they need to get sure. it together. So that, that's the, that's my my point of uh, you know that I'm trying to bring out with this. That it's just it's crazy that a Joker movie without Batman made more movie than made more money than a movie with with Batman, Superman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You know all these characters, The Flash, yeah. some of those some of the most famous characters of all time. It's just it's crazy. Yeah, and Gio, what do you think of it? I, I I I can I can hear the argument that the news media made a big deal because they do that. They 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 do influence to a certain extent. There is a factor when the news outlets wants to say that this movie you know promotes or glamorizes gun violence. This movie is bad. Do not take your children to this movie. Uh, you know all this negative publicity causes more people to want to go see it yes. um but that like if you have that argument that's not a big enough factor justice league should still have made way more mo- money than this yes okay. and for the people who complain about um they their kid you know don't take your kid to see this movie this isn't that it is a rated r movie that's like saying don't take your kid to go see deadpool because it's filled with disgustingness it is deadpool it is a rated r movie yeah it's in the title yeah yeah yeah, it's, yeah it's, obviously it's not a kid's movie and, and if you're somebody that is susceptible to these kind of things or you know people that are susceptible i, I don't think i think it's this kind of goes to what uh joaquin phoenix said that a movie should not be you know the center of morality or or teaching people morality 
we should learn these things, in my opinion. And I don't want to get too political or, or, or talk about how to talk about how to raise your, your family or your yeah, kids your or anything, views and and your views things. or anything. But a movie shouldn't dictate how you behave. Exactly, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So he made this movie. This I, I feel like it was a great movie. Obviously, people love it as well because it's beating out Justice League. You yeah. know, so this is you know my opinion. Watch the movie. If you feel like it's too violent or glamorizes violence or it's not the movie for you, then just don't watch it. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah, if, it, not, if you don't like things like that, just it, like, it just annoys me. It annoys me because there's so many, there's so much more movies that have so much more John violence. Just came out. Nobody uh, was saying. That. Nobody says anything about how it glamorizes gun violence and, that. and but this movie, you should hit everybody in the head, bro. Someone kill their dogs. And in Joker, yeah. you have less than five deaths mm-hmm. that you see on screen. Mm-hmm. You have one gun. You know, I, it was just, it, it's just, there's no violence. That I, I, I'm sorry, there's there's a scene or two, but I, I wouldn't classify this movie as a violent movie. And, yes. and that annoys me. And it's really because, you know, it's a story. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's something that you can sell in the news to people. And it's just, it, it's ridiculous. It's a great movie. Everybody should watch it. What, what I loved about The Joker is, and what I told people is... The Joker in the comic books, his insanity is on another level. Yeah. It's not realistic. He's full-fledged crazy, and it's, like, over the top. But in this movie, he is completely insane, but he's logically it's, it's, insane. Like, it makes sense that a human being could can, get can really yeah, be like this. I, I think that's what the issue is. I think that it, it, they made the movie is so well-directed, and, and the story is so well-thought of. That it feels real. You mm-hmm. you kind of empathize, or you, know, you feel sympathy for this character, you know, for this Joker character, and you, you feel like this could happen to somebody in yeah. real life. And it probably has happened, you know, with all these mass shootings and everything. Somebody has probably been, maybe not exactly to the point where, you know, this story's gone, but there's been instances where maybe somebody's been just beaten down in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they snap, snap, you know? And they it, snap. And it, 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 could, it could happen to anybody. So I think that's the point of the story, and I think that's why, just to play, you know, be devil's advocate... I think that's why some people say it glamorizes violence because even though this movie, there's more movies with more violence. These the, the the deaths that do happen in this movie feel real. It feels like you know it's more they're more impactful. I know there was a scene. I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen the movie, but um, there's a scene at the end of the movie that you know Joker kills somebody and it like it felt real. I was like, oh, this yeah. is probably what people are talking about. I yeah. could, I could see why it felt. It was yeah. very impactful. You could felt that he was coming from like a place of of pain and hurt. And that influenced his decision to do what he did. Mm-hmm. And also, that's when he became, he became the Joker. Joker. Yeah. And I loved Love every yeah, I second loved that. of that because that that scene that you are referring to, he he, it, that the was the Joker. Up to the moment was like yeah. you know you knew it was coming. You were waiting for it when it happened, and they executed it. You it was perfect. Like, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well perfect. done. And it deserves the money it made. Absolutely. Sure. And Justice League. Does just not. pretty much DC just needs to get it together and needs to make better movies. Well, not DC. Well, Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Warner Brothers needs to get their stuff together. <laughs> because I, I think they did a good job with Shazam. Yeah. I think they did a good job with Aquaman mm-hmm. and Wonder Woman. They did a good job. Yeah. Welcome back. They're, they're three most successful movies. Yes. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to last week's podcast. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> I'm enjoying it very much. Um... And with the the new just what's the next movie coming out? Is Wonder Woman right? No, Birds of Prey. 
Oh, but even even then, that movie looks... Honestly, <laughs> we're not going to get into that. Are we going to get into that? Are we talking about last week? Oh, it's terrible. I'm <laughs> not excited for this movie. Victor Zaz, please. Black Mask, please. Don't even get me started on none of these characters. Actually, actually, Joe, I want to hear your take, because since you weren't here last week, I would like to hear your take on that. Uh, I, I dig... Okay, so I dig the hyenas, right? Because that's Hardy. Yeah, I for do sure. not... I, I love um, the man who's playing his Black Mask. Uh, what's his you, name? Uh, Ewan McGregor? Yes. I love him as an actor... I don't like that he didn't even have the mask on. Yeah, that was kind of weird, yeah. And when I first saw Victor Zaz in the trailer, I didn't even know it was Victor Zaz. Um, you know, I on, didn't even know Victor Zaz was in the movie until you mentioned it right now. When I, when I <laughs> saw it on Instagram, um, on IGN, they had posted, you know, who's who in the movie. Yeah, the and when I saw who was Victor Zaz and what he looked like, I honestly don't want to go to see this movie. Like, in the slight, like, not at all. Not at all. I, I don't want to see this movie at all. I, I think just to we don't want to you know get stay too long mm-hmm. on that topic because we talked about it last week. But what I was kind of saying last week was um, it pretty much just feels like a Harley Quinn movie. That's that's yeah. really the, the gist of it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a Birds of Prey. But mm-hmm. Joe or uh, Gio, do you have anything you want to add? Nope. I no? just I just I I am excited for Wonder Woman. I yeah. like the poster they have out. Yeah, I mean, comes out next year. Out for a while. Now. Yeah, but still, I'm comes still excited for it. Um, but yeah, let's. Like, anyways, let's let's move on. Um, Again, we're going to talk about the uh, the MCU now. Uh, phase four, we're going to talk about um, the state of the MCU. Um, where do we think it should go? Um, where do we want it to go as, as fans? Um, so, MCU, uh, the, I think the next movie that they're making is on that slate. Uh, you want you, Joe, you want to pull it up real quick? The, the slate for the yes. MCU? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so looking at um, the timeline, it looks like uh, the first movie coming out is going to be Black Widow. That's coming out in May, May 1st, uh, 2020. Um, so that one looks pretty interesting. I honestly didn't even think they were going to make a Black Widow movie. Yeah. Um, no. It's kind of uh, crazy that they're actually making one. And it's kind of a flashback movie. Cause it's a prequel. Spoiler, if you guys didn't know, she dies in Endgame. So she's technically not in the MCU anymore. If you haven't seen Endgame, why are you watching or why are you listening to this podcast? Exactly. Um, but yeah, so she's uh, she's having her movie in May. Um, Taskmaster is going to be the Taskmaster is going to be the villain, which is pretty exciting. Uh, we looks like we have a, a show too. The, uh, the next uh, thing they have lined up is uh, the Winter Soldier and Falcon show. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Okay, so I'm I've uh, I'm this guy. I'm this guy. You come out with a show. I'm going to watch every show. All right, I'm going to watch every episode. You come out with a show alongside another show like Flash and Arrow did. Same universe kind of. I'm going to pause what I'm watching and catch up with the other one. Mm. I did it with Supergirl, Flash, and Arrow. Um, You know, I fear. That took a lot of my time. I fear when they start streaming these Phase 4 shows. Mm. Shows don't last one season. You know, they last seasons. Yeah. Um, you know, with Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Luke Cage. Well, the, the other shows that, that are coming out, right? WandaVision, uh, Loki, Loki Hawkeye. Hawkeye. What If, which is a cartoon, which doesn't have to do... It's like a What If series. Yeah, yeah. it's a What If series. It's I'm most if, you know, likely going to sit there and watch all oh, these watch shows. I believe that these shows are kind of like Agents and S.H.I.E.L.D., Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that have to, like, do... Yeah, the win, universe. And they're probably going to be even more important now because they are the characters. The actual yeah. thing. So, am I excited about this particular show, The Falcon and Winter Soldier? No. Because I felt like Winter Soldier should have donned the S.H.I.E.L.D. 
Uh, that was just yeah, that's just me. There's a logic to it. Well, yeah, I I, I get it, and okay, and Falcon let's does. About, let's talk about that real quick. Let's talk about right. how, how, <laughs> spoilers for for Avengers Endgame. If yes. you guys haven't seen it, all of them, let's all the spoilers. Winter Soldier didn't get the shield because he's still a wanted a wanted criminal. Right? No, I get no, it. Yeah, I get it. I am upset about Falcon getting the shield because if you've seen Avengers Endgame, there's a scene where Captain America's fighting Thor or Captain America's fighting Thanos. And Thanos throws Captain America through a boulder. <laughs> now, if Falcon is holding the shield and gets thrown through the boulder, he is going to die. He's yeah. a because guy. he's a regular guy. Yeah, he's a regular human. No superpowers. Nothing. When a soldier, yes. he has the serum. Yeah, he can take the hit. Um, yeah, I, and, and that's that's one of the biggest... I get it. Falcon does don the shield for a little bit in the comics. I'm, I'm not mad... Like, I, I just feel it's like accurate. if you had... Yeah, it's accurate. It, but if you... You have the one with the serum, like like Joe was saying, mm-hmm. and the human that can easily be snapped in two, who's, who, who, who are you going to pick? Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think, though, the reason why they had to go with uh, Falcon is because, like Joe was saying, is that you know Winter Soldier has his criminal background, so he's going to be... He's a wanted criminal. Yeah, he's still... Yeah. Even though he saved the world, he's a wanted criminal. Yeah. On top of that... Captain America, the name of Captain America is, you know, truth, justice, kind of like a Superman character. He's like, you know, truth, mm-hmm. justice, honesty, you know, oh. he's, he's a, a model citizen. So you don't want to have a criminal donning the Captain America suit. But mm-hmm. he does. I know he does. But at least in this universe, it would be weird if he did. Only yeah, because, because of the he'd be selling, yeah, he'd be selling Captain America. And name. I believe that they're pushing towards um, Winter Soldier becoming the White Tiger which is in Black Panther because mm-hmm. at the end of Black Panther, they're um, saying that yeah, the, the kids are are chanting "White Tiger" at him, which is in the comic books. I believe it's Black Panther's brother or cousin that becomes the White Tiger, but you know they switched it up and are making Bucky. Gotcha. Um, well, these shows they should be interesting. You know, a, a little uh, so a little no, just a little information you can get about uh, Joe or actually Geo. I'm sorry. Uh, Gio's more of a completionist. That's why I think he he's saying though he's gonna have an issue with yeah. five shows coming out around the same time. Yeah, is that correct? That is one hundred percent accurate. So, yeah. so I I am gonna end up watching all of these. I'm gonna end up getting the Disney Plus just so I can see them all in order when they come out. Um, which is annoying, but I, I have to. You know, I I don't <laughs> think the Loki show is gonna be relevant. Yeah, but you'd what be surprised? A- you'd be surprised. I'd be upset if it is relevant. I don't know. I was upset that he, like, when, okay, so when they had announced that they were making a Loki show, Avengers Endgame hadn't come out. Infinity War had already come out. Loki was considered dead. I was upset because I wanted Loki to stay dead. Everybody loves Loki, mm-hmm. but the guy needs to die. It's like Glenn in The Walking Dead. He died five times, and he <laughs> needed to stay dead. Yes. <laughs> spoilers for Walking Dead. <laughs> spoilers for it all, okay? Everything. If so you're not caught up safe. with the world. <laughs> so, my thing is, like, when, when they... As soon as in Avengers Endgame, when, you know, the whole Tesseract thing happened, and he grabbed it and disappeared, I was like, okay, I guess. That's fine. It's an explanation of why he's still around. However... I be- I want him to stay in the show and him just be in the show and not come back. Kind of like actually what they could do um, if I was gonna try to pitch a pitch a a, a writing or a script. Um, what happened between Thor one and Thor two or the next time he appears? You this, know, this is the thing. The thing is that remember, 
now with this Loki show, even if they brought it back into the MCU movies, mm-hmm. this is gonna be a different version of Loki. It's not yeah, gonna be the, the Loki. Be bad, uh, bad yeah, Loki. he's gonna be bad because yeah. this Loki at the end of, at the end of Infinity Avengers. War or at the beginning of Infinity War, he was pretty much a good guy. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, because but he, he, he kind of turned. He turned good. Yeah, then he died, right. but, but then this version is going game. Wrong. It's honestly like prime bad Loki. I yeah. didn't even realize that because yeah. of the events that happened in Endgame, Loki is alive. Yeah, and yeah. he's bad Loki, and he's bad Loki because he never. They never did that, and that's why I want to segue into um, one of the next movies that they're going to make. Well, they're going to make Shang Chi. That's going to be interesting. I don't really know too much about Shang Chi, so I don't want to you know uh, touch talk about it, touching yeah. that too much because I don't want to get anything wrong. Eternals is also coming out as well. That's coming out on uh, November 6, uh, 2020. I don't know too much about the Eternals, honestly. I'll have to do a little more research. I'll get back to you guys about that. But I, I do want to talk about the Doctor Strange movie and the, you know, the uh, what is it, the Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. I think this one's going to be really interesting. I wasn't really a big fan of, of the first uh, Doctor Strange movie. It was all right. It was all right. Did you think it was better than Black Panther? No. What? No, I, no. I'd rather Doctor Strange over Black Panther. No, no, no. I, I like Black Panther. I believe um, you are wrong. Me? Yes, you. Yeah, Black, Black Panther like, was like, amazing. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I like Black Panther, but I enjoyed Doctor Strange one. All right. Uh, well, anyways, <laughs> I, I, I feel like this is going to be interesting because this is going to introduce so many different concepts and so many different universes, obviously, in the, in the movie, or the name of the movie, yeah. the Multiverse of Madness. Who knows what, what it could bring in. It could bring in the X-Men, possibly, because now Disney has the rights to them. Yeah. It could bring in, uh, obviously, you have, you know, you have Spider-Man. He could, you know, something could happen with Spider-Man. It could bring in different Spider-Man. Who knows? Who yeah. knows what could happen? It's the, multiver- the multiverse of madness. And he is not only the main character. Scarlet Witch is also the main exactly. character. Exactly. You don't know what's going to happen. Do you know who the, the bad guy is? I have no idea. The bad guy is, okay, so this movie is said to be considered, I don't, I don't know if it's rumored or it's going to happen, it's considered to be a horror movie. Right. And awesome. that's because the bad guy is the a man named Nightmare. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's basically a Freddy Cougar. He, you know, comes at you in your dreams, haunts you in your dreams, and kills you in your dreams, and that's what he does. He is, like, the Freddy Cougar of the MCU. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. No. So th- that's why that's why this is interesting. You never know what could happen. What could what could change with the whole MCU? This this could be something like I wouldn't say Avenger level, but it could be it could be a game changer in terms yeah. of what happens for the rest of the MCU. Yeah. Like moving forward, because so many possibilities can be opened up with this movie. So I, I'm really excited to see this. And like Joe was saying, this is a first horror movie. So I'm also excited to see that and see you know Marvel's take on that. Um, Gio, you have any any opinions, or you, you know, you have anything any thought any thoughts in this movie? Honestly, I I, I also I, I also read yes, it's 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 going to be a horror. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this movie. I, that's my only opinion. Yeah. <laughs> what I do hope to see in this movie is the this guy from the first Doctor Strange, the one that eventually turns bad, the one uh, oh, more his teacher, uh, yeah, what's his, his name? Teacher. I, I can't remember his uh, name. Yeah, right I, now. Can't, I can't think That's of his fine. name right now. But he, you know, he disappeared at the end of Doctor Strange, and That's actually like his main villain. Yeah. in the comics, and yeah. he's hasn't shown up yet. So I, I'm hoping he shows up in the Multiverse of Madness. He might be, he Mordor? Might be the, Mordor. Something. No, no, no Mordor. No, 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 no Mordor is the big guy. Well, it's, a, it's something close to that. It's not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's, that's obviously uh, going to be a really interesting one. And then we have Thor, Love and Thunder. That's that's the next one coming out. Uh, it's coming out uh, November fifth, twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, exactly a year after the Eternals, 
Um, so that that's going to be interesting too because it's the store's fourth movie. He's the only one that has a fourth movie. Yes. Who would have thought, right? You, yeah. you would thought Iron Man or maybe Captain America would have had one. I really feel like okay, it's going to be his his fourth movie, but, but really, really, it's going to be Natalie Portman's movie. I, I think so? I think he's going to have a big role though in, and I don't know if it's this is already debunked. Guardians of the Galaxy. As Guardians of the Galaxy, he has to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. The way Avengers ended. The way Avengers ended, like, he's going to be there. And he right. said it, he said, as Guardians of the Galaxy. And as Guardians of the Galaxy is a actual comic book. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. How, do you, how do you guys feel about um, this whole Natalie Portman being Lady Thor? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I mean, like... I always wanted to see her back, and when she came back in Endgame, which really, really she did it because the scene with Rocket, that was a deleted scene from the original Thor movie, or Thor um, 2. Dark World. Yeah. yeah, Dark World. That was a deleted scene from it, and they just added Rocket into the scene. She was never there. I, I thought she was. No. I, 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 no, I, I, a couple of scenes, I think she was on set, at least, Natalie Portman for Endgame. I don't know. We're going to have to see the... Uh, we'll have to go back to you guys on that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, my opinion on this, I, I'm just... I'm trying to honestly want to see where the story's going to go. I don't even yeah. know where the story's yeah, going to go exactly. at this point. I have no idea. Because yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like Thor's story could be done. So, um, according to the comics, the reason why... Or not the reason why, but Lady Lady Thor happens because Jane... Or not because, but Jane Foster has cancer. Mm-hmm. Correct. She's, you know, she's dying, and I, I don't know. She's worthy of the powers of Thor, right? She gets Mjolnir, and she becomes Thor. I, I do remember that there's everybody's trying to figure out who the heck is the new Thor. Yeah, right. Like everybody's like, yo, who's who's this? Um, I think she is definitely skinny enough to look like a cancer patient. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> she really, she, she I really she is. Played a role in a movie where she kind of was. Um, I feel like she possibly, but she definitely fits the part now. Well, actually, she fits the human part now. But she's yeah, got to bulk up, but, but to, she's got to bulk up. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna go that way. You don't think they're gonna the, the make that, her sick? No, they already made her sick in part two. You're right. Oh, but, yeah, with the ether. But yeah. we'd like to forget about part two, don't we? Yeah, of course. You know, but they brought those are the dark days of the MCU. The dark times. Um. But so, yeah. yeah, I don't know if they're going to go with that story, but that's that's kind of what happens in the comic books. Well, well, well I guess we'll see. We'll have to wait and see with the story. Um, like, like I said, I, I feel like Thor's story in the MCU is pretty much done, yeah, so honestly. I, I don't know what, what else they could do with him besides rehashing old stories. Yeah. Um, but I think this would be his last one. Um, but yeah, uh, enough with that one. Let's talk about uh, the one we're most excited for. Well, at least uh, Joe is. Uh, Blade. I'm super excited. You want to talk about Blade. that one a little bit? Yes. I do want to talk about Blade. When, okay, so when they had announced the, the, who's going to be portraying Blade, I was beyond excited because, um, the actor, I'm, I'm looking for his name now, um, when, uh, when Mahershala Ali first started coming out in movies, he started coming out in quite a few movies, he was, um, Cottonmouth in Luke Cage, he had come out in Green Book. He had come out. He was he was popping up in. Um, oh, he's he's the new he's yeah, Blade. He's Blade. Yeah. I could see him doing exactly that. when when I had seen him before. I was talking to my mother one day, and I had told her, 
And I was like, you know, if they ever made a Blade movie, I feel like he'd be a really good fit. He'd just have to bulk up a little bit. But I feel like, you know, he's doing a good job and coming out in a lot of movies and playing good roles and being a good actor. So when they had announced him being Blade, I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect casting, honestly. Exactly. So I'm really excited for the upcoming Blade movie. And I'd like to see where they go and if they're going to... At, I, I'm not sure if he's going to be added into the MCU. Like, is he going to be in the MCU? Or yeah. Is it going to be its own? I don't thing? think so. I don't think so. I, I think. No, I think this that, is Phase Four. This oh, is phase well, four. yeah, it, right. it is Phase Four. And on top of that, I think that with this whole multiverse of madness, who knows how that yeah, uh, that would knows, affect? Exactly. Because that comes before this movie. Yeah. And the Eternals also comes before. And I'm hearing that with the Eternals, it's going to somehow introduce X Men or like that, like kind of sprinkling the idea of the X Men or Fantastic yeah. Four. So you never know how these movies are going to affect the other ones. You know, the CMC, everything mm-hmm. is tied in. Uh, my thing with, with Blade is that, you know, the original Blade movies with Wesley Snipes, mm-hmm. they're very violent. Yeah, very violent. How violent is this movie going to be? I hope it's very. I don't think it will it's be. It's Disney, though. It's Disney. It's PG-13. Like, it, they're, they're not going to be cutting people's heads off. No, but they can... They I don't can see kill. blood and gore. Because uh, I, I, I disagree with... with People who are like, oh, I want to see a rated R movie just for the language. But obviously, they Disney, don't need language. Disney also but said that they were gonna keep, you know, movies like like Logan and stuff like going. They want to continue to, to make movies like that. And yeah, we'll see. And if they bring the like, I, might, I hope they do. I hope they. I mean, I'm not saying I want it to be rated R, but I like to see some blood. No, I would like it to be rated R, but not. It, it, <laughs> it's just what stinks is what I was saying is. When when the director or, or whatever, they get the the green light to make a rated R film, they go ahead and take advantage and drop so many F-bombs and, and it kind of takes away from the movie. Logan, it was appropriate. Deadpool, absolutely. Um, but there are movies where you don't need that. But please give me the gore. Give me the violence. Give me the blood. Exactly. Um, so if they can do that, if they could be mature about it without throwing nudity in it, yeah, you know? Don't be too extra about it. I, I think, though... It, you're not going to see too much blood because at the end of the day, you could you could have a movie rated R just for violence alone and blood and gore and all. Yes, that. you yeah. can. With even even if it's clean with language and clean with you know there's no nudity or sexuality or anything, just with violence alone it could be rated R. So I don't think we're going to see too much. Even even with Deadpool, they're thinking about either bringing him into into the MCU and rebooting him. At least this is what this is what I'm hearing. Or if they keep him as you know Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds, keep him outside of the MCU. Yes. Yeah, and, and I'd rather them do that. And it yeah. would be on, under the Fox logo still, because since they own Fox, at least that that their movie division, they could still keep him under the Fox logo. Yeah, yeah. So he'd be outside of the MCU because they don't want that type of violence and that kind of language and everything in their movies because this is Disney; it's a family company. However, yeah. they can have him separate, and they made a Deadpool to PG thirteen, and they you know they babied it out a bit, and whenever he decides to join the Avengers or join Spider-Man, he babies out. And he knows that he... And he, it's Deadpool. He can break the fourth wall, understand where he's at, and keep it together. And I mean, they can make a joke about exactly, it. Exactly. And have joke about it. And they, they, can, they, they can do could. it. They could do that. They could literally, like, bleep stuff out. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, oh, let's, like... Uh, like make it like you know like you know like when, on on camera when you have it like all like blurred out exactly yeah. just to be funny about yeah, it yeah. like oh sorry it's a Disney movie we don't show that stuff. or like or like <laughs> he's he he gets cut off in the middle of a sentence like what the ah the mouse yo even <laughs> you know you ever, okay you remember at the end of Spider Man um, okay me. this is a, a spoiler at the end of Spider Man uh, Far From Home yes. okay yeah 
when they reveal who Spider-Man, like that Peter Parker Spider-Man, he's yes. like, what the? And even at the end of Homecoming, he's like, what the? Yeah, Both yeah. times. And Samuel Jackson, and when he's getting dusted uh, away, he's like, mother. Yeah. Dusted away. Yeah, yeah, they can so, do that. They, they, they they've done it before. They've done it before. They figure it out. Sam. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, the the, uh, the phase four of the MCU. I, I think we're pretty excited. You know what I noticed? There's no Avengers movie at the end of uh, phase four. Yes. I didn't see one. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm saying yes. I, like, so... Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen. Are they are they just not going to have an Avengers movie and then just go into Phase Five? I believe in Phase Five they're coming out with the new Avengers, and it's going to be titled the New Avengers. I believe. Yeah. Interesting. I, and I can see that because now they have to rebuild the Avengers. They have to rebuild because you don't have um, Robert Downey Jr. anymore. You don't have Chris, Chris Evans Man. anymore, and they can't rebuild without Spider Man. You, you think Spider Man's going to be the leader of the new Avengers? What do you mean? Have you seen Far From Home? I I think you should. Yeah, they, that's they my opinion. Can't, they can't rebuild without Spider Man, which is I'm I'm glad that Tom Holland grabbed the CEO of Disney and the chairman of Sony and sat them down and talked some sense into them in making more movies. So <laughs> I I I hope that they continue to do it because without Spider Man, the way they let off right after Infinity or right after Endgame with Far From Home, like you you have to. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And, and they, they kind of, in, in Far From Home, they were kind of touting him as the next, you know, yeah, uh, Tony Stark. They, they weren't talking the next about Iron Man. He is, like, he, like, is. <laughs> and they, they, gave him, they gave him something really important. I think they kind of did that. I think that was done on purpose from, by Disney to kind of, like, make uh, Spider-Man, or at least that, that yeah. version of Spider-Man, feel forced to be in the, in the MCU. Exactly. Because he's so important. You can't take him out. You can't just pretend he doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. Uh-huh. I think that's where they came to the table and, and they agreed on a deal, even if, it's, even if it's only for two movies. They they only did that with two people. They did that with Rhodey, mm-hmm. and they did that with the Hulk. Yeah. But really, really, they didn't matter <laughs> like that. They're not, yeah, they're not, you know, Avengers-level characters that are, like, A-list. I mean, the Hulk is now, characters. but, like, a lot of people don't even realize that Edward Norton's Hulk is, 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 part of is the MCU. part of the MCU. That's crazy. Yeah, because his Thunderbolt Ross came out in um, uh, uh, Civil War. Yeah. yeah, and I like Iron Man, like Tony Stark came out at the end of the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. He oh, that's came right. Out. That's right. Yeah, that's he, right. he was there. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, I, I have a question for you guys. Um, I just want to know, what, you know your opinion on it. Because we're, we're going we're gonna to transition into the state of the MCU um, in terms of overall excitement. I, I don't feel... That, I know because we're coming off of Phase 3. Phase 3 was so huge. Uh-huh. It was 10 years in the making uh-huh. in terms of, you know, this whole storyline of Endgame and everything and Thanos and all that, you know, Iron Man story uh, and Captain America storyline coming to an end. That was huge. So there was a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement. Mm-hmm. You know, Endgame is the highest grossing movie of all time. Mm-hmm. But I don't... Cheated. Kind of. However, it's all... But it still is. It's still number yes, one. and Avatar and them are owned by the same people, so really, really... It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. But my, my, my point is this. Do you guys feel... Like, just uh, on your everyday, you know, talking to your friends, talking to your coworkers, just, you know, mm-hmm. people around town, do you feel like there's the same level of excitement with these new movies coming out? No. Right? Not at all. Do you, do you feel like it... This is a question that I, I kind of ask myself. Do you feel like is it like a like a new phase in terms of like it has to start over and rebuild that buzz? Yes. Like if it's phase one all over again? Uh, I don't know. The thing is, I'm not I'm not excited for the phase per se. I'm just excited for the individual movies, just as a movie, mm-hmm. rather than them connecting and you know one having to do with the other. 
I'm not too excited for the for the plot of the full picture. I'm just excited for the plot of the individual pictures. This is in my mind. This is my comparison. This is like the the iPhone S series. You know, like you know, there's the iPhone 10, for example, and there's a 10s. Mm-hmm. This is like the iPhone 10s, or like this is like the iPhone 10s of of the phases. Because like you just had a great iPhone, right? Or you had a, the great Phase Three, and then you're gonna kind of have uh, it's it's all right. It's not as yeah. good as. What it was, it's kind of the same thing, or it's kind of like, you know, you're, yeah. you're kind of rebuilding that buzz again. And they came out with the XR, which is basically the 8 without a button. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, I, this is how I feel about it, but Gio, what, what do you think? What do you think about the state of the MCU? As of right now, um, I, I, no, I'm, I'm not excited for, for pretty much, how do I word it? Um, like I do. Uh, well, I'm going to try to word it better. <laughs> <laughs> so, you take a show. A great show, The Walking Dead, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then you keep Up going, to the season. and then you keep going and going, and then you make too many seasons, yeah. right? I thought you they take. Were done. They so just you think they're coming out with another uh, MC fatigue? Yeah, uh, honestly, I'm excited for the next uh, Spider-Man. I'm glad that you know the Spider-Man scare is, yeah. is is over. I I, I want to see that movie. There are movies that I do want to see. <laughs> However, am I sitting there trying to like, like? I don't I, I don't have the same excitement. Supernatural, first five seasons, genius. After that, you can tell you're just you're just getting paid at this point. You're just trying to dish out stories and it's not gonna be the same. I don't think any new Avengers or any new team buildup is ever going to be the same. Endgame ended it. Okay. I, I agree. I, I agree to a certain extent. I feel like it, it's not gonna be the same buzz, but I, I think it's going to be Kind of like we have to. It's not they're not starting from scratch because we already have that their name recognition of Marvel and we know yeah. that Kevin Feige is going to produce great yeah, movies. We, we and know all the potential. That. We know there's going to be the potential, but I feel like we have to. We're starting almost from not from scratch, but we're starting over. Yeah. We're starting over in terms of new characters. Even though there's some of the old characters back, like Thor and Spider Man, Doctor Strange, they're coming back. Black Panther's coming back as well, obviously. Um, but there's also new characters that are coming in, you know, Shang-Chi, and, and there's just, you know, a couple of new characters that are coming out. That there's possibly a Fantastic Four movie coming out, if yes. you guys didn't know. They're trying to introduce X-Men, possibly. So, I, I, f- I feel like it's going to take a little bit, so I have to get used to, you know, getting used to these new characters, understanding these new characters, see where they're at, see what they're about, and then moving forward. So, I don't think Phase 4 is going to be huge, per se, in terms of box office, mm-hmm. but I, I think maybe Phase 5 will. And I, I think that's why there's no Avengers movie in this one. And... I think it'll do well if if they introduce X-Men in the perfect way, if they introduce Fantastic Four in the perfect way, if they do that correctly, then I'll be excited. If they do it the right way, and if, you know, you um, be, well, how do I say this? Like, the next Wolverine, like, that's that's a big deal. Yeah. And, and to pick... Uh, in the MCU. In the MCU, and it not being Hugh Jackman, like... Being a new Wolverine, I'm okay with there being a new Wolverine. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, he's been there for so long. Like, I'm okay with seeing a new one. The the thing is, are you gonna do it right? Are you gonna do these new X Men right? Are you gonna introduce them smoothly? Is the transition gonna be good? If the transition is good, bringing in the X Men, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, and I I think I think at this point we can't question Marvel until they have you know a couple bad movies in a row. I don't think, I don't think at this point we can we can. Uh, kind of you know we can't doubt them they've exactly. had too many good movies they've had too much success they've had they've done so many things that we weren't even we didn't think were possible so 
I, I don't I don't doubt them at this point. I think they can do it. It's just going to take a little bit of time for us to adjust to these new characters and adjust to these new actors. Um, but but yeah, I, I do want to transition into the future of the MCU. I I, I want to know where do you guys think the MCU is going? I have no idea. You have no idea, right? I have no clue. That's what I'm saying. These these movies are so different. They're all individual movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, seem like they're interesting, but it, it's so different that I wonder where this is all going. And obviously, you know, Kevin Feige already has it planned out five years in advance. He's already said it. So I, I trust him to make the right decision. Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't know where it's going. I, I think that's part of the the reason why there's not as much buzz. Yeah. And you honestly, do- I, 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 Kevin Feige and and the whole team, everybody. Has been amazing, but I still fear you go. To, you do something too much. You 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 know you you run out of stories to tell, and now you're just doing it to just make money. It kind of you know puts a blemish on the quality because hey, make another movie. Hey, make another season. But Iron Man one, great. Thor one, great. Iron Man two, trash. Iron Man three trash, Thor two trash. They had their ups and downs. They they started off good, had a rocky moment in the middle, and then finished strong. Mm-hmm. So with what they're gonna do with these new movies, like you don't know, it can be real bad in the beginning and just like escalate to greatness. It could be great in the beginning, it can go down and then come back up. Like you don't know, but I do feel like they're gonna do a good job because they've learned with their first. You know this. This now that this era is over, since they've learned so much with this era of what's right and what's wrong, they're gonna know what to do. They're gonna have a better idea of what to do. Possibly. <laughs> I just I I'm, I I now they're introducing shows. Yeah. You know, so they yes they learned, but then on to, at the same time they're they're introducing. Something they haven't been in because the only show that they really tried was Agents of Shield, which had its ups and downs. I like the later seasons, yeah. Um, and uh, the one that failed right out of the gate, like out of episode one. Um, oh, in uh, humans, in humans. Oh yes. However, when they first introduced in humans, it was it was introduced as a movie, and then they switched it up and made it a show. But you also got to remember that this is also these are network shows. These are ABC shows. Yeah. Even though it's part of the MCU, they're ABC shows. Uh, they got, they got, Disney they, yeah, it's Disney Plus. They have a different budget. Their budget is almost as equal to their movies. Correct. So I, I, like I think HBO. the quality, yeah, I think the yeah, quality like is HBO. Different. It's gonna be like a Netflix movie, like HBO movie is gonna be, it's gonna be top notch. Hopefully, I don't know. Well, that's I, I think that's I think the the, the future is bright, but for right now, it's gonna be a little tough. Yeah. Honestly. Um. So, anyways, we're gonna we're gonna segue into um, something a little bit uh, different. We're gonna talk about, um, in our opinion, top three directors of all time. Uh, for each of us, um, we're also going to give a couple examples of, of just movies that we love. Uh, they're not, um, I don't, I wouldn't say they're not the top three movies of these directors, but just movies that you know we enjoy from these directors. Yeah. Um, so, Gio, did you want to start off with your your three? All right. Um, so, question: Are we going to do all three, like, uh, or are we going to do three, 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 two, 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 one, one, one? We could do three. Just do the three. Yeah, yeah, all three. three. All right. Well, then, uh, not in any particular order, but definitely not. My number one pick. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, the first, the first director I, I need, I, I have to mention, um, Ava Duvernay, or Duvernay. 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 I love her. Um, honestly, and it, and it's because she doesn't have a lot of work out there, 
and the work that she does obviously she handpicks her um you you know you could tell the the perspective of african-american views and stuff um selma was great not just a great movie the the way it was directed you can tell that the character um the actors were comfortable you can tell the shots it, they, it wasn't just like oh here's a good story or here's a good script or whatever the case may be here's a good point of view let me go ahead and push this and and that's it no she she was on ground she was there um she really brought i feel like if anybody else had done selma uh, it wouldn't have been brought in that light. I mean, a, as far as where the shots were from, and honestly, I know she had a heavy hand in in uh, the feeling that was portrayed by these actors. Now, I'm talking about famous actors. So that doesn't really give too much credit because, uh, you know, you have Leonardo DiCaprio in a movie, which he's not in that one, but you have Leonardo DiCaprio in a movie. Uh, okay, great. You, the director's going to look good because the actor's good. Yeah. So I'm gonna go to when they see us. It's a show, not not no famous actors. I've heard good things about that show. Yeah. It's it's a great show. Oh, she's she's a director. I didn't know that. She's the director of when they see us, and so that's why I have to choose her because yes, with the budget and and with the acting power and all that, she's great. But then also when you turn down the budget and you don't have the best actors, she's still great. She's still great. Her her product is still masterful. Next, Steven Spielberg. It's an easy one. Everybody knows it. Everybody loves it. It's the GOAT. It, you know, he's, it, it, it's real easy. Um, honestly, you know, you got Jurassic Park. You got Close um, Encounters of the Third Kind. Um, one of my all-time favorites, you have Saving Private Ryan, you know, with Tom Hanks. Actually, there's a lot of actors in that one. Um, Steven Spielberg, every, everybody knows it. doesn't matter if you're three or 93. You've heard his name, you've seen his movies, and you enjoy it. So that's an easy one. I'm not going to touch too much on it. My number one, and I'm probably going to mess up his last name, Martin Scorsese. 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 Yes, sir. Yeah, he's, got, he's under a lot of fire right now. <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're just looking at the directing, right? We're just looking at his work, all right? All right. Not, not his views. You got... I mean, two, I'm going to mention four movies here, and actually three of them are in my top five movies. Of all time? Of all time. Interesting. You got Raging Bull. You got Goodfellas. Oh, yeah. Those are good movies. You got Wolf of Wall Street. Great movie. And you got The Departed. Love that movie. That's a I mean, movie. he it just, just, and if you just look at his filmography, the work he does, and it's not just. Oh, look at him pull out the, the dictionary, the I filmography. Know. Yeah, uh, this guy. The word cinematography. Yo, this guy. <laughs> I've never heard someone, hear, never heard someone oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little passionate about it. I, I do I apologize. Apologize, but yeah, no, it, it's not just great stories. These movies aren't just with great actors, but you know. Like, when you saw Leonardo DiCaprio, like, and he's sitting there talking to, uh, just... Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson with the blood, like, all over his hands. Yeah. Like, that was, that was amazing. And you know a director's job, a director's job is to bring the page to life, you know? So that's his mind saying, you know what? I want this. This is how I want it to see. Uh, um, this is how I want the audience to see it. Mm -hmm. So he's definitely my number one. 
Yeah, he's a beast. Um, he's a beast. He's, he's one of the all-time greats. There you go. Look, I'm done talking. Those, Joe, those Joe, are you want, you want to give us uh, your, your top three? Yes. Let's um, do it. Well, we were doing our top threes. Uh, my brother Gia cheated, and he copied. Oh, that's what happened? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, I didn't even realize. No particular order. Actually, to be honest with you, I haven't decided my third. I've been really looking into it, so I'm going to give you two today. But on our next podcast, I will give you my third. Oh, it's the third one. Oh, there's a next podcast? There right. always will be. All right, go on here forever. Oh, okay. Till we die. Done. Steven Spielberg yes. is also there. Yes, Ready Player One, I thought, was an amazing, amazing, amazing movie. You know, you you named... What did you name? Um, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Close Encounter. He has Jaws. He has E.T. He has Back to the Future. He has Indiana Jones. He has Minority Report with Tom Cruise. Yep. Which is great. He has Scribbling, Super 8. All fantastic movies. So, obviously, he's going to be in my top three. My other one is Quentin Tarantino. Beast. I love his movies. I really liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. (laughs) Geo disagrees. <laughs> you didn't like it? I know I didn't get to see that one with you guys. It wasn't. It wasn't. It. It. It's just. There well, we was no. We have the, the There was reveal. no story. There was no plot, and it was random, and I loved it. Now I. I do feel, and yeah, I mean, we're not going to get into it, but I just, just to throw it out there, I do feel like the hype was behind it because of his name. But it's not my top three movies of like his movies. I just I'm no, just, but just examples. There's, of, there's a hype. Just so you guys it. know. Um, we have our YouTube channel, if you guys didn't know, uh, for our new um, viewers or listeners. Um, so we have that review on our channel, if you guys want to know um, Gio and Joe's opinion on it. So check us out. Subscribe, like. Please do that. We'd appreciate it. All right. Um, but yeah, uh, you said, okay, your third yeah, one? My, well, my third is not, okay. is not here. Yeah, Buckley okay. Tarantino, favorite movie from him, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, I love that movie. A River Derchi. fantastic. If you haven't seen it, please yeah. go watch it. It's on Netflix. Christoph right Waltz. That was yes. like, that his, in the beginning, that scene with him? Oh my God. The, the with whole, the ju- when he's hunting the, the Jews? Jews? Oh bro, that God. scene was so intense, bro. I, I'm I'm a big fan of Nazi movies, and I feel like most Nazi no, movies, the Nazis, the Nazis. <laughs> I feel like most Nazi movies usually have to are are based off a true story or based off of real life events, and this is one of the very few that are not. It's like a what a, if kind of story. It's a what if. It's its own made up story, and it is fantastic. It's, it's awesome. on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, it, what are you doing? I know that movie's so, so good. So good. All right. Well, I'm, I'm guys. I'm gonna give my three. I'm surprised you guys didn't even mention this guy. This is blasphemy. Honestly, you guys didn't mention Christopher Nolan. How do you not? You guys, uh, what? I mean, you know, you got the Dark Knight, but bro, like, Inception, Interstellar. Uh, Come uh, on, okay. bro. Well, let's stop with Interstellar for a second. Let's reverse for Interstellar. Interstellar was a good movie, but I wouldn't be like, ooh, Interstellar. It, it was. In a, it was. Look, there was a lot of innovation in that movie. It, it, it was, was good, it was but like you know, it had nice like visuals. It, it had a good story, bro. No, yeah, but it, like, it's a story that makes you, makes you think. I like movies that make you think. That, yeah. That's my, you my type of movie. Destination? Watch it. No, Ethan Hawke's movie's no, crazy. Time seen travel? Gotta see that one. Bro, watch it. I agree with you with Christopher Nolan. He's he's one of the... He's one, he's right now, right now, he's one of the best directors. What has he done recently? What, he, what hasn't he done recently? What are you talking about? No, no, no. What I mean recently, I mean within the last... Like two years? Three years. Bro, he made Dunkirk. Uh, that's his, his last movie. Uh, he's making a new one called Tenet. That looks interesting. I, I really am trying to figure out what it's about through the trailer. But you know how he's very vague in his trailers. 
because he wants you to enjoy the movie. Yeah. But um, he's made great movies, man. Like I said, Dunkirk, Interstellar, Dark Knight, obviously, is one of the best movies of all time. Inception. Inception. Um, one of my favorite movies of his all, of all time, The Prestige. That movie, for me, was... When I first saw the movie, that movie blew my mind. It was mind-blowing. Yeah, because like, it, was, it was so crazy, especially the ending. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but the, the ending was, was crazy. I mean, we spoiled everything else, but that's fine. Prestige that was not, made in 2006 is off limits. It's off limits. <laughs> it's off limits. Watch that movie. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. Watch the movie if you haven't seen it. I'm done. Anyways, uh, I think we all mentioned this one, Steven Spielberg. Of course. In my opinion, he's a goat. Because he's just done so many different movies yeah. in so many different categories. He's done horror. He's done franchise movies. He's done, you know, just like creative, you know, just movies. He's done dramas. One of my favorite movies of his. It's Catch Me If You Can. It's just like a. It's about a true life story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. Tom Hanks is in it. That movie's so good. That movie's. That's one of the best movies. Like I remember when I saw the movie, I was like a teenager. So you know, like when you're a teenager, you're, you're more mature. Yeah. Even even back then, when I was a teenager, I loved this movie. It man. made me want to commit. Fraud. Yeah, I was like, this this movie is so awesome. It's so genius. It just had a great cast. Obviously, it was it was directed perfectly by Steven Spielberg. This is just one of the one of the great movies of all time. Yeah, and then one of my favorite movies of all time, Saving Private Ryan. Yes, yes. You didn't even I didn't even know how many famous actors were in that movie I until know. like I grew up and I'm like, oh crap, Vin Diesel's, Diesel's in here. Vin Everybody, Diesel's. Tom Hanks <laughs> is in this movie. All these people are like, what? Is so yeah. Matthew McConaughey in that movie? Uh, uh, Matt Damon is Matt Damon is in the movie. Matthew McConaughey is in the Sniper. No, 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 no. Who's the Sniper? It's the other bar guy. I don't know. Some, you know what I'm talking about. I know you're talking about. I, I, I can't think of his name right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they do have a lot of... He made Indiana Jones. These are like some of the most famous movies of all time. Some of the best movies of all time. You know, he's made so many franchise movies that, you know, we all we mentioned before. I don't want to go into that again. But uh, one, one of the directors that you guys didn't mention, this is my third one, um, is Ridley Scott. He's made some really good movies. Yeah. And, and for me, it's I know he's probably not the best director of all time, but for me, it's just movies that I, I, I guess growing up, I used to watch my family, mm-hmm. and as a family, I guess maybe more more nostalgia than anything. But like Gladiator, I used to watch with my dad all the time. Oh, he loved that movie, Gladiator. and I love that. Movie. Like, who doesn't love Gladiator? Gladiator. If you don't like Gladiator, just Gladiator. stop, just go, go away. And then, like I said, I like movies that make you think, or movies that are like you know have interesting concepts. So even though this is probably not his best movie, but I still like Prometheus. That's a really interesting movie. I feel like them tying it in with aliens mm-hmm. kind of ruined it. I kind of felt like I kind of wish it was his own thing. Or maybe like maybe or tying it in with aliens better. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. In, in a I better way. Better. I, I didn't. I didn't like. That I, I like. I like the potential. The potential of, of Prometheus. I like it, how it looked. Yeah, and it yeah, looked visually it was awesome. But you know, there were some things with the script and some things with the story that were that were kind of off. But I just like the concept. I, mm-hmm. I think he's a really good. Like um, he has really good concepts. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes his execution is off, but he does have really good concepts. Concepts which I like. Um, and obviously one of his best movies of all time is The Martian with Matt Damon. That's awesome movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, that one was That good. was a great movie. That was good. So that, that's, those are, those are my top three. Hopefully this gave you a little bit of insight in, into who we are, what kind of movies we, we, you know, we, we enjoy and what we look for in a movie. But, um, Hey guys, I think this, that's it for tonight. Um, or for today. I don't want to uh, keep going for too long. We've been going on long enough, but, um, guys, uh, this is, uh, Joe's first podcast. So. Uh, Joe, you want to say any last words before we go? I love you all. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Guys, uh, thank you for uh, for listening. Um, I, we appreciate it. Um, subscribe to this. We're on CastBox. We're on Apple. Um, the Apple iTunes. Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also... We, we do upload these podcasts onto YouTube as well. Yeah, so you can... You know, if you have... Six hour views. You know, if you're if you're just gonna stream it, you could just press play and 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 go to it. Um, 
we we have the Facebook, we have the Instagram. Um, we're we're trying to make as many ways as we can to communicate with you, um, to give you our opinions, our views, um, but also more importantly, get yours. So if you want to send us a message, if you want to leave comments, please do, um, because it's important to us. We want to have these conversations, and it's not a one way conversation. All right. So thank you so much for everything you do. We appreciate it, guys. Um, again, thank you for for you know listening in. We appreciate it and. Check you out the next time.